the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Boy, Atlanta attorney Nathan Wade is uh, swimming fast, treading water hard to keep from uh, having his illicit relationship and the details of it with Fannie Willis, Fawny Willis, the Atlanta prosecutor going after Donald Trump. Uh, Wade and Willis essentially lied about when their relationship started, their romantic relationship started. Now, while I don't morally approve of people cheating on their wives and sleeping around, it's not a crime to do that. But it is a crime for Fawny Willis to hire Nathan Wade and pay him way more than she paid any other prosecutor on the case. And then to be involved in an amorous relationship with him and go on opulent vacations with him and lie about when their relationship started, which whoops, it started before she appointed him to chase after and hound Donald Trump. And this morning I was watching the testimony from Atlanta. And man, were Wade's attorneys, and by connection, Willis's attorneys, trying hard to get everything blocked from coming into testimony, including the ridiculous assertion by Willis's attorneys and Wade's attorneys that... Willis's, excuse me, that Wade's former law partner could not testify about anything Nathan Wade ever told him or anything this former law partner ever observed Nathan Wade do because since they were business partners, everything this guy had ever seen Wade do or heard Wade say was privileged information. You know, attorney-client privilege, an attorney can't inform on his client. That is for <laughs> that is for information pertaining to a specific case in which that attorney represents the client. It is not about everything the client and the attorney have ever talked about. And the judge, of course, was respectful, but mocking of that particular attempted legal strategy. So Wade is on the stand right now. I'll say this for the guy. He sure dresses well. Man, does he have some nice-looking suits. But I guess when you make six hundred grand trying to chase Donald Trump because your mistress can pay you that, and then you can take her on cruises and opulent vacations, that's a pretty good gig. That's a pretty good gig. Wasn't there questions about his just qualifications to be yeah he's not yeah he's not an expert in rico cases which this is like racketeering cases he's not an expert at it but he hmm. looks like one because the suit he's wearing let me <laughs> he just, tell you, let me on just tell you that he looks like one <laughs> place on tv sure speaking of good gigs that ended we uh told you yesterday during the show chris holtman got fired as ohio state's head basketball coach uh he gets 12 and a half million dollars gene smith came out last night to talk about chris holtman having to fire him and 
Gene spent not quite 20 minutes answering questions before he said, I'm sorry, guys, I have to go. It was like 6, it was like 6.15 p.m. When they have a women's basketball game against Nebraska, it didn't tip off till 7. I guess Gene was afraid he'd get caught in the rush of fans that he couldn't get to his seat. And then this morning, other good gigs ending, Yarmo Kekalainen. Blue Jackets general manager fired. He's been here a long time. He did a good job for a long time. They're struggling now, of course. But Yarmo Kekalainen did a lot of good things. Got him the playoffs five times. I can remember when years when I thought, is this team ever going to make the playoffs? Yarmo made him a pretty much annual fixture. But I would argue the franchise has been doomed since the day they traded Nick Felino. Since the day they traded Nick Felino, it's been downhill. Pretty much like Ohio State since they lost to Oral Roberts in the NCAA tournament. Now let's switch to what your Ohio Supreme Court is doing. I say your Ohio Supreme Court because this is a conservative audience. I'm a, I'm a talk show host that leans conservative politically. I lean toward the truth. And, I mean, obviously no one on the left is telling it. So more often than not, it's being told by those on the right. And I said last year it was very essential, or whenever the election was, maybe it was two years ago, that we elect Sharon Kennedy as Chief Justice of the Supreme Ohio Supreme Court to replace the uh, agenda-driven Maureen O'Connor, who was mad they made her retire, and so she was making life tough for Republicans trying to set districts in the state of Ohio as it can, when it comes to, you know, which districts extend where in terms of who's elected to the Ohio State House, either the House or the Senate. We got O'Connor out, we got Kennedy in. And I'm glad we got Kennedy in. I just wish all the conservatives on the court were, cons- all the Republicans on the court were conservative, which they are decidedly are not. I define a conservative as somebody who's a has an allegiance to the Constitution. They're guided by the U.S. Constitution. And one of the things I say all the time about the U.S. Constitution is that you don't depart from it just because it's inconvenient. You don't depart from it just because uh, it's hard. You know, you look at the language and you say, well, that's what it says, and that's what we're going to do, and we're going to deal with the fallout of doing it. And the case before the Ohio Supreme Court concerned municipalities, cities, taxing people, which they can do, except when you work in a city, like let's say you live in Johnstown, you drive to Columbus and you work downtown, the city of Columbus can tax you because while you're in Columbus, you presumably are benefiting from Columbus services. Get in an accident, the medics will come. Somebody accosts you on the street. The police will come. You're taking advantage of city services. No problem. City of Columbus should be able to tax you. But if you work for a company that's in Columbus and you're not physically in Columbus, then they shouldn't be able to tax you because if you had a problem during the day, the people who would come to your house to assist you would be Johnstown people, right? So... The city of Columbus should not get your tax dollars if you are not physically in Columbus. Years ago, when I used to work at another radio station in this town, they'd send me out to various assignments. My wife, being very smart, 
said, keep track of the days you're not working in Columbus and we'll file at the end of the year for the number of days you're not in Columbus, but you're working on radio remotely and we'll get a refund for those days from the city of Columbus. And we, in fact, got that refund. So you're talking about where you live, (laughs) where you live and where you're doing your job. If it's not physically in the city that's taxing you, then you shouldn't be taxed by that city on the days you're not there. Okay, I live in Powell. Correct. Delaware County. Yes. Now, this, of course, becomes a big problem for cities when something happens like, oh, I don't know, a pandemic. And you're told by the governor of the state of Ohio that you can't go to work. And so some guy in Cincinnati decided, hey, I can't go into the city of Cincinnati. I live in Blue Ash. You can't tax me. I want my money. I want my money that you taxed me for. And he's got every right to it, as does every citizen of the state of Ohio. If we had a Supreme Court that observed the Constitution of the United States, which we don't. Because in a five to two decision, and the turncoats include Pat DeWine. What a shock that Pat DeWine would side with his brother. Uh, They say that Ohio residents have no right to collect an income tax refund. And that it was constitutional for cities to tax you for work you did not do in those cities. Because, of course, it would be hard. We'd have a lot of money we'd have to refund. And where were we going to get that money? Well, I don't care where we're going to get that money. I just care that it's due the people who were not allowed to go to work. And it was Mike DeWine's stupid decision that prohibited people from going to work. And so, tough noogies, Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati, and every other city you got to come up with the dough and pay people back for the year or year plus that they weren't working in your city. That's how it should be. Who were the good people? Sharon Kennedy and Pat Fisher are the only two who opposed this. That is really disappointing. My mic is there. My mic is on. The light is out. While I was gone, in the five months I was gone, we fixed the one light on the board that was out when I left. Now uh, we have another light that's uh, burnout. So you'll have to fix another light. It's an old board. Yeah. It's really an old board. board. And we'll blame the board for the double up on the MyPillow spots. Yes, let's do that. Let's blame the board. It's never the producer's fault. We uh, apologize uh, for that. Uh, Hey, at 12.05, I'm going to introduce you to Patty Hamilton, Patty is a Republican running in the March 19th Republican primary uh, to become state representative for the 12th district. If you don't know the 12th district, shame on you. Uh, Madison County, Pickaway County, and Lower Franklin County. I mean, it's not a quiz. I don't expect everybody in the state of Ohio to know what the 12th district encompasses. But I expect people in the 12th district to know, hey, that's my district. Madison County, Pickaway County, and Lower Franklin County. So Patty will be with us at 12.05. Right now, I believe we have uh, Jeff on the line, an attorney. Jeff, is that correct, Alan? Very good. Jeff, Bruce, welcome to the Bruce Willis today? I'm uh, coughing a little, but otherwise good. Yeah. Hey, I love your show, man. I love what you do with the school boards and getting the candidates on the air. That is just fabulous. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. What can I, I do for you today? On the highest Supreme, well, I think you're wrong on the highest Supreme Court. I actually read a little bit of the opinion yesterday because the media did not cover it good. And 
Your cell is, is cutting out. Are you good? Yeah, okay. Go ahead. I couldn't hear you there for a second. The beef is not with the gut, with the high Supreme Court. The beef is with the legislature. They passed a law that allowed the cities to do that. I know they did, but still, the Supreme Court can overrule it by saying the law is unconstitutional. Well, That's their job. But the question is whether the legislature can pass that law or not. No, that's not the question. Laws can be passed all the time. Joe Biden passed student loan relief. The Supreme Court said, no, can't do it. Now, Biden's still trying to do it. But that's what the Supreme Court of the state of Ohio's job is, is to rule on the constitutionality of laws. Biden took took the initiative without the legislature. On this one, the legislature passed the law. And the law is within the the purview of the... um, legislature to pass i agree They're i'm going to try it a different way i'm going to try so the legislature's job is to pass laws correct correct that, that are within the fr- correct within the okay. frame of the constitution so then with the law if the uh, so then whose job is it or who has the power to say that a law is constitutional or not and throw it out well that would be the supreme court but this law is constitutional now, we may not agree with that. I don't think it's right. Well, the, it's constitutional the only because they passed. said it is. But it's not constitutional. Yeah. Do, do you remember a little well, phrase? Taxation, this, on. What, what, taxation without representation. Why should people why have to pay it? a tax? Okay, explain to me then. Explain to me then. When I worked in Columbus and lived in Madison County, and there were about 30 days a year where I didn't work in Columbus and I was refunded my taxes for that month when I was not in the city of Columbus. Explain to me why that was the case then and why this pandemic situation is any different. On a moral basis, I don't see it as any different. And I agree with you. I think it's a bad law. But that doesn't make it unconstitutional. I'm aware, I'm aware that a Supreme Court ruling, in this case, thumbs up to the law, technically makes the law constitutional. I, I agree with that. My argument is that it is not constitutional, and the reason they didn't rule that it was unconstitutional is because it would be inconvenient for them to say it's unconstitutional. Let me read you a quote from Pat DeWine, one of the justices. Ohio had a legitimate interest in ensuring that municipal revenues remain stable amid the rapid switch to remote work that occurred during the pandemic. That may be true that it had an interest in it, but is it in like another thing they talk about in law is precedent, right? So I know there have to be past cases where people were refunded tax revenue when they were not working physically in the city that was taxing them. Those precedents should carry forward here. Even though there are tens of thousands of Ohioans who were not physically going to their work locations. Nothing changed other than the fact that there were more of them, thus making it inconvenient for the cities to refund that money. Inconvenience for the state is not a reason to disadvantage the Ohio taxpayer. Jeff, are you there? No. All right. So the people who are backing this, the Ohio Municipal League, the Ohio Mayor's Alliance, commended the decision. And listen, you can tell from the defense of this that it's not legal. It's just convenient. 
Kevin, Carrie McCarthy, Carrie McCarthy, executive director of the Ohio Mayor's Alliance. The Ohio Supreme Court ruling today avoids what could have been, could have been, a retroactive physical bombshell to Ohio cities. I don't care. It doesn't, it doesn't, again, inconvenience for cities. Wow, this is really going to be going to have to come up with a lot of money. Yeah, you are. Why are you going to have to come up with a lot of money? Because you took money you weren't entitled to under the laws of the United States, even though our stupid state legislature made a bad law. But where is the city of Columbus going to get all this money for the programs, Bruce? I don't care. I'll tell you where they're going to get. I'll tell you where they could get a million dollars of it at about uh, 1235 today because they've come up with a program. Of course they have where they're going to take, they're going to offer violent offenders the opportunity to say they will accept a program or you can go to jail with a harsh penalty. Now, how many of them do you think are going to go, no, I want the harsh penalty? Of course, they're all going to take the program. Do you believe that an overwhelming number, and all you have to do is look at the recidivism rates of our criminals in Columbus, do you believe that an overwhelming number of them are going to authentically commit to changing their ways? Or do you believe that they're going to say they're going to change their ways in order to avoid a harsh prison sentence. But we're going to we're going to spend money like we spend it on midnight basketball and we spend it on this and we spend it on that and get no results from it. And then Andrew Ginther's going to say, you know, on my watch, crime has declined. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.